over these last few days, it's, it's, there's been a, a, lot of, a lot of time of family and, and food and, and gifts, right? You guys got any, anybody got any gifts? Yeah, a few people. Gavin, you got, you got some good stuff. Some of you are wearing your, your gifts t- today, right? I, I, saw some, I saw several of our young, our young people, they had these their watches that looked like they were too fancy for me to even figure out how they work, right? I've seen new clothes. I, I, I've, I've, I've seen, you know, um, all, all sorts of electronics, baby dolls, things that you were hoping for, things you didn't even know you needed, right? Anybody get anything you didn't even know that you needed? Yeah, I mean, I would imagine most, most of us did. I was like, oh, okay, well, the, this, this, will be, this will be a good thing, right? Whatever it is that you're thinking about, probably the, I'm thinking about good gifts and bad gifts. It doesn't even have to be this weekend, right? You ever, you ever got a good gift? Like, wow, that really stood out. Uh, when Shelly and I were dating, uh, she bought me, we're dating, we're not even married, right? This isn't my money or our, our money. That this is right. We we're, we're we're dating. She bought me a Nintendo 64. That's when I knew. Oh, this girl is serious, right? She was stalking me, Ken. That's what I want you to know, right? No, no. But but it, man, I, I don't. I still remember that. Uh, one year for for Christmas, my dad bought me orthopedic diabetic socks. I don't know why, he, but anyways, he thought, that I saw this, this is exactly what you need. I was like 25 years old. I don't know why. Some of you are like, yeah, I could really use those, but I, I had no use for it, okay? The whole reason I'm bringing that up is if you've received something, you should thank the person that gave it to you. Maybe it was your mom, your dad. Maybe it was your grandparents. Maybe it was your children. Uh, one, one of the things that I, I've, I've enjoyed as my kids have gotten a little bit older um, is, is when they give me presents and they don't have quite the resources that I have to, to, to spend, but, but like, oh, this is really cool that they thought I needed this and they actually put some thought into it. You should thank the person that gave it to you. I hope that you've done that. If you haven't, then be sure that you do that. But you should take a moment to thank God for those things. James says in James 1.17, you, you, you know this, right? Let, let's just read it. James 1 and verse 17, Every good thing bestowed and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Th- th- that means if there's something good in your life, thank God for that. Don't just thank God for Jesus. Don't just thank God for your salvation. Don't just thank God for spiritual things. You ought to thank God for all of those things because He's the only one that can give you those things, right? But, but even, even to, I think many times we don't get to that level because we, we struggle down here on the material. Thank God for the good things that He gave you. Listen, if, if, you, if, if, you, got, a, if you got a new shirt... Thank your family for giving you a new shirt, but take a moment to thank God for that gift. If you, I got a, I got a brand new suit. Y'all see it next Sunday, hopefully, right? I, I, I thank my wife for that, but but I want to thank God for that that He's provided in that way. If you got a new video game, can, can you thank God for a video game? 
Yeah, of course. If it's good in your life, thank God for it. Maybe the present you got was, was having, having all your kids here, right? That's what my mama says. She said, I don't care what you give me. You just come and spend time with me, right? So we still got her present. Don't worry. But thank God for that. Thank God for that time. Thank God for those people. Because that's what he's saying in James chapter 1. We want to be a thankful people when we receive so much. And we have received so much. Not, not just materially, but to understand that God blesses us with gifts that go be, far beyond stuff. It's easy to think about stuff, right? We got a lot. I mean, we, stuff is on our brains right now. We're, 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 you, we can debate the holiday season however you'd like, but stuff is a big part of it. The Bible says that, that God has blessed us as individuals. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he talks about spiritual gifts, like abilities that God has given to you. And, and I know that, that part of this passage is talking about miraculous abilities that they were struggling with in the first century church, but, but there are gifts that God gives that, that have nothing to do with, with miraculous gifts. They're just things that God has given you. I can hear myself echoing, right? <laughs> but but the, the, it's good hearing that God blessed me with, right? But, but, but those are things that God has given you. He says, he says in verse 4, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. See, God gave us all different abilities, and He gave us all different talents, right? One of the, one of the amazing things about the church, one of the beautiful things about the church is, is, is some, some of our differences, but it's the same God. It's the same Spirit who made us that way. I'm not saying that God made us that way in some effort to justify sin. I'm saying that God made us that way in an effort to acknowledge God blessed you for a reason. You go and you read the rest of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, right? He didn't, he didn't just give them those gifts so they could say, hey, look at me and the gift I got. No, quite the contrary. He gifted them those things. He gave them those things. And they, and they had these abilities, not because of who they were, but because of who their God was. And they had a great need to acknowledge that. We have a great need to acknowledge those spiritual gifts that have been given to us. I, I, was, I was sitting there, I was thinking about what Paul said uh, when, when, he, when he begins the book of 1 Corinthians, and he talks about the comfort that God has given to us. Some of you in the last year or the last few months or the last few weeks have received great comfort in your life. God has supplied you with comfort in your life. Thank Him for that, but understand He didn't just give that to you to give it to you. What He says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, He says that He has comforted us in all of our afflictions so that, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. What's he saying? I gave you a gift for a reason. I comforted you so you can comfort others. I gave you the ability, I gave you the, 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 the ability, whatever it is, whatever, you, whatever ability you have, I gave that to you for a reason, to use in my kingdom, to bring glory to, to, to your God. All this coming back to the same idea. Whatever you've been given, whether it's material or whether it's spiritual, thank God as the source of those things. Don't take them for granted, but literally 
take a moment in your life to say, God, I want to thank you and just, I, I, my, my position is just list it. Thank God for this. And, this, and it, it may even sound weird, so just do it anyways. Because you want to glorify God for the good things that he's given you. Because you want to see God as the giver of every good and perfect gift in your life. Now, the greatest gift, the greatest gift, it's not that new suit, it's not that t-shirt, it's not that new, it's not that new phone, uh, even if some of you, anybody ever have somebody show up with one of those cars with a big bow on top of it? Anybody ever have that happen to them? No, just on TV, right? Or wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't that be awesome, right? Except my first thought would be, how are we paying for that? <laughs> but, 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 I mean, you get the idea. If money weren't an option, I mean, wouldn't that be some kind of a gift, right? Even if it's that. The greatest gift that is provided for us is the gift of eternal salvation. I, I want to see that so clearly. I want to reflect an understanding of that so clearly in my life. Jesus said, you, you, you know, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Th this means when we think about Jesus and what He has done, He, he didn't have to do that. D don't you ever take Jesus for granted. It's, it's during this time of year that sometimes we worry about that, right? Anybody worry that they give their kids too much? Anybody? If you've got kids, right? It's like, I mean, I want them to have all these things, but I wonder, have I given them too much? My kids are like, no, don't worry about it. But, but any, parent, any parent thinks those things. Like, I don't want to harm them in this. And so, and so if you think that they're not appreciative, then they ought to send all these red flags off. Sometimes people take Jesus for granted because they've always had Jesus. That's always been something that's been on the table for them. Don't take Jesus for granted. Jesus is a gift that's been given to an undeserving people. Jesus is a gift that is given to us, to a people who have done everything, who, who have done everything through our own sin to say, I not only don't want Jesus, I don't deserve Jesus. I have no expectation of Jesus. Matter of fact, when you start assuming God's grace or you start assuming God's forgiveness, that's when you find people are getting in trouble, right? Read, read in the book of Hebrews, uh, in the latter portion, he's going to talk a little bit about that. We won't do that tonight. But, but, but he says, God has given. He loves you so much that he has given his son. But whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. This is the gift of our own salvation. Paul said it like this in Romans 6 and verse 23, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the gift. Our salvation. Are you humbled by that? Am I, am I as humbled by the gift of of, of, of eternal salvation as I am by a Nintendo 64? Am I as humbled by the gift of eternal salvation as I am a, what'd you say, Gabe, a, a mute for your trumpets? Right? I guess that's, he said, he told me that was a good thing, right? But, but am, I, am I humble? Am I saying, man, I cannot believe. I can't believe that they got me this. 
I can't believe that they gave me that. I don't look at salvation and say, yeah, that's what I deserve. I've been working for six months in order to get this. They'd better get that for me. That's not a gift. That's not a gift, right? This is a gift. And I, you know what I've said this morning. That doesn't mean that it doesn't matter how you live or what you do. But to understand that our salvation is a gift. That Paul would say it like this in Ephesians 4. That no man should boast. I just want to take a moment and I want to thank God for every good and perfect thing in my life. But if, if I'm here tonight and I'm seeing myself and I'm saying I'm a Christian. I want to thank God for that grace. I want to thank God for that mercy. And I want to live in light of the fact that I've been given something that I didn't deserve. I've been given something that I actually deserve the opposite of. I should have got a bunch of coal, right? But I got a wonderful gift instead. Well, it's worse than coal. I should have gotten damnation because that's what I deserve. That's the wages of sin. But what I was given was eternal life. That's the greatest gift that's ever been given. Now, I don't know if you have that gift or not. Now, I know we're here on Sunday night, and it's, but, but I don't know. So I don't know what you opened up today or over this weekend, but, but I, was thinking, I was thinking this morning about this, about this concept. What if today is the day that you decided to obey the gospel? You come here tonight as one with no hope with no peace, with no forgiveness, all that that we talked about that only comes through Jesus this morning? Were there people who came to this auditorium who had no hope, no peace, no forgiveness? Shake your head up and down, okay? Because there were. Maybe, maybe it was you, I don't know, but I know that there were people in the, those exact shoes this morning. They didn't know Jesus. And I hope, I hope they heard something that made them think, I need Jesus. But what if, what if today was the day that you decided to be born again? What if today was the day that you decided, I'm going to stop playing around with my Christianity and I'm actually going to accept the grace of eternal salvation? I'm going to accept the gift of eternal salvation. Just in my mind, I thought, for the rest of your life, you would remember the day that you received the greatest gift. And every December 25th, when all of our family gets together and we're talking about we're going to have ham and what kind of pie and who's got this and have you finished all that and what's the temperature all that we, we do the same thing every year it's wonderful love this time of year put our lights up ask me later about my christmas lights i bought i bought this weekend it's an awesome story but every year whenever you do all those things you thought this was this was the day this was the day that i received the greatest gift of all the blood of jesus christ in my life and here's the thing, he's offering it to whoever will accept it. To you and to me, to whoever will have ears to hear. He says, I have a gift for you if you'll only come and accept it. So that's where we extend the invitation. You don't have to take that gift. As a matter of fact, I tell you, sometimes people say, no, I'd rather not. But I want to tell you, if I really believe that there's a gift that I want and somebody says, here it is, I've got it for you. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go see you. I'm going to come find you. Thomas, somebody said you had something for me after services. I know what it is, right? 
and I really want it. You know what I'm going to do? And before you leave, brother, we're getting together, right? I'm going to make sure of that. It's, it's the same thing with Jesus. Here's something that you obviously need. I pray that you want it. Jesus desires for you to have it. It will change your life and it will change your eternity. There is no greater gift if you will only accept it. You do so tonight as we stand and as we sing.